0: Hey team, welcome to the very first episode of Love Lucy, the podcast. I am super excited to be on here and making that sidestep across from YouTube over to podcasting. I feel like this is a better platform for what we're going to be discussing. So today I have decided to take a little bit of an interesting turn. We've been doing a few heavier type videos on YouTube lately so I kind of wanted to do something a little bit lighter I want to talk about five life lessons that I have learned get this in my life now these life lessons are pretty dumb and the fact that I had to learn them the hard way shows me that like I feel like a a people like wow my words oh my god Like, also, I apologize. Today, I had four fillings in my mouth, and now my mouth is still partially numb. So, my brain is also partially numb from that as well. So, if I lose my words like just then, just, you know, bear with me. Anyway, what I was saying, or the point that I was trying to make was I feel like a lot of people don't learn these lessons, or they know of these lessons, but then because it never happens to them, they don't like implement it god it's hard to explain you know what i'm just gonna tell you about these five life lessons i feel like that's a better use of our time right now i really hope that you take something from this because god damn it did i have to learn this the hard way all right so life lesson number one uh changing your hair won't mend your heart surprise surprise that that one I had to learn a few times. I swear to God, every single time I go through a breakup with someone, my I cut my hair off, I dye my hair, I make it straight. I don't know what goes on in my head, but I decide that instead of therapy or just talking about my feelings, changing my hair will do the job. Yeah, it, it didn't. I've had bleach blonde hair, brown hair, pink hair, Definitely looked towards like dabbling in a bit of blue, but I didn't go there. But I can thankfully say I do not do that anymore. I'm still recovering from my last uh, hair job. I cut all my hair off after my breakup with my boyfriend of only three months. Could you imagine if we dated for longer? God, good Lord. So yeah, don't cut your hair. Just leave it alone. I would suggest going, if if you have a broken heart, that is, going and talking to your friends and going and talking to the right people that will convince you out of, you know, doing something crazy like dyeing your hair or cutting it. But how to deal with a breakup, that is a whole episode that I want to go into. So I don't really want to talk too much on this topic because then it's just going to spoil all my great ideas on what I'm going to say for my next episode. So the next life lesson that I learned the hard way is that you can burn out. You're not invincible. That is something I learned oh, so hard. That was not great. Um basically, my life experience with this lesson, um I was going very, very hard at life. I was my life was go go go. I had a great job, I had a boyfriend at the time. I had amazing friends, this amazing social life. I was starting to do heaps of like acting jobs and modeling jobs and like for a full year I just was going full on. I had at one point I had 3 jobs at once and like one of them was performing at Movie World for anyone who doesn't know what Movie World is, it's a theme park and I was one of the performers. So that was a very high energy job. And then after that I would go out and be social and you know I would never have a day where I just stopped and relaxed because I felt guilty and you know, any day, if it was a nice day outside, like I would feel so guilty, like sick in the stomach if I was inside doing nothing. And I suppose like that can be a good thing sometimes, but in the case of what happened to me, it's not. Like you need to learn how to take a break and how to take a rest and refuel yourself because the amount of times where like, I'll be trying to teach myself something and I just keep going for too many hours and then, you know, the information is just not going into my head because I've been going at it for so long. You know, you you need to learn how to stop and you need to learn how to listen to your body as well because your body will tell you what it needs. And I think my body was telling me to stop for a bit there, but I just kept ignoring it. I just kept thinking that I was, you know, just, getting a cold or, you know, because it was also coming into like flu season when I got really sick. Um, and I just blamed it on that and that was so dumb. Um, but basically if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know. If you're already listening to my podcast, you surely would know about me and my story cause I don't stop talking about it. Um, basically last year in May, I got really sick. Um, and what, when I say that I th- got sick it started off with just a cold and then I got really tired all the time but I thought it was just because I was doing so much at once Um, but like I would like get in a lift for instance at work to go down to a different level and I'd just lay down on the floor for just five seconds just to be able to be horizontal and not stand up and since my job was a concierge I would have to go drive cars and so I would go down and just sit in the car and just be willing myself to start the engine. Like I just I couldn't do things and I just thought I was just tired. And so then I went to the doctors and I was like, oh, hey, um, I'm a bit tired, don't know why. And they're like, oh, yeah, I think it's an allergic reaction to penicillin. Um, Sure, okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. And then, like, two weeks later, I came up with this full body red rash. My eyes were so swollen. And I had to go to, I obviously went to the doctors and then they, like, put me in this little separate area. They're, like, quarantining me. Anyway, it turned out I had um, glandular fever, which is actually incredibly common. And I wouldn't be surprised if like you, the person listening to it has had it and didn't even know because so many people get it and they don't even know. Um, But yeah, I got really, really sick. I was in and out of hospital only a couple of times, but the second time I was in hospital, I was in there for quite a while and I learned how to walk again. That was interesting. And I just completely lost my, all my ability to talk, to eat, to hold my head up. You know, I had my mum, Helping me get dressed in the morning and feed me my food. Like I, I was too tired to go on my phone and scroll on my Instagram, or I was too tired to even process the images that were in front of me. So if I was watching a movie, I wouldn't even know what was going on because I just couldn't, like I just couldn't process it in my head. And I just, I wish I could go back and recognize when my body was telling me to stop and to slow down. And I wish I had it because if I had have, I wouldn't have been wiped out for the 10 months that I was. That's 10 months of this peak time in my life where I decided to sit at home and just watch all my other friends go out partying and having a good time and going to university and learning new things and, you know, doing everything that benefits their future. And I just had to sit there with my life on pause. Um, so yeah, big life lesson there would be to just you know, like understand that you really can burn out and that you need to listen to your body because your body knows what it needs. Um, The next life lesson is, oh God, I wrote it down and it's really hard to read. Oh, yes. All right, this life lesson. You are always one step away from being homeless. That's a, that's a heavy topic. (laughs) Um, Basically with this one for my own life experience, uh, like last, no, two years ago, I started working at this sandwich shop and it was all good. And then they started to give me less and less shifts to the point where I was starting to get no shifts. And I think that was their way of firing me, but you know, we don't need to talk about that. Let's move on quickly. I was obviously moving – I was living out of home and away from my parents and I obviously needed that income to be able to pay for rent and bills and groceries. Um, And, yeah, so obviously not being able to get – even not getting those shifts. Yeah, well, I mean you get it. Not getting shifts means I don't get money. And if it wasn't for the help of my parents, I would have been out on the street because as soon as I stopped getting shifts – I started getting, I started applying for new jobs. I went into places, I handed them my resumes, I applied online, like I pestered people, but I just couldn't get hired. No one was hiring. And this is what happens. Like if you don't have that support system behind you, like what I had with my parents, then it is so easy to just exact like become homeless. And that's why I have this soft spot. You know, I mean, everyone should, but like soft spot for homeless people is because I mean, we're, we're all just one step away from, from that. I'm just so lucky that my parents were able to help me. And when I got sick as well, if I didn't have my parents there, I, I would have nothing, you know. I, I would have no financial support and I wouldn't have been able to pay for my medical bills. And if I did have any money coming in, all that money would go towards those medical bills and not to rent and everything like that. So I think a large portion of... Homeless people, yes, it can be because of drugs and wrong choices and everything like that. But I think it also can be because they lose their job and they can't get another one or because they get severely sick and they can't work anymore and they don't have a support system behind them. And I just think that if we're all more aware of that, then we all might be a little bit more understanding and a bit kinder towards the people that we see on the street. And I just wish we were because it is hard, especially right now in Australia, it's like the middle of winter. And it, it must be so cold out there and I feel so sorry for them. And I think the main point I'm trying to make is that we all need to be more grateful and appreciative of everything that we have and the support systems that we have as well. And we also need to plan for the future as well. Like we need to have, you know, if if I had been more adult when I was 19, I would have budgeted so I could save a lot more in case anything bad happened so I could pay for rent or whatever if anything bad happened to me which I do now because I get worried that I'm going to get sick again and can't work and I don't want my parents to have to pay for stuff again so I have my emergency fund so I should actually change that I feel like this life lesson should be to have an emergency fund and be nicer to homeless people I feel like that's that's what we should get at there um yeah so I just think being more grateful in turn will also just help your mental health anyway like you cannot my favorite saying is you cannot be sad if you are grateful that is the best thing because as soon as you're sad just sit down and think about all the little things that you take for granted every day and be grateful for them and you won't be sad anymore. That, like, that is my wisdom that I'm giving to you. You're welcome. Okay, moving on. So that one was a bit heavy. This one is, oh, about travel. Right. Oh, man. Traveling. It's a good time. This lesson is that travel grows you and changes you. Um, I am a big one for people taking gap years between high school and university. I am a big advocate for that because, you know, even if you're 100% sure on what you want to be when you're older and what you want to study in university, taking a gap year and just taking some time to really figure yourself out is an amazing opportunity to either cement that passion and that idea of going to university and studying that one thing or it's going to show you another passion and you're like, oh, no, I want to actually explore that more than the other one, you know. Um, I took a gap year in obviously after I graduated high school and I never got off it. (laughs) I did go to uni actually for a bit, but uh, that didn't last long. Um, Yeah. I took a gap year and I moved overseas and I lived in Italy in this tiny little um, fishing town where barely anyone spoke English and I was a nanny for a two-year-old girl who was bilingual and, oh, my God, she was cute, but good Lord, do not live with a two-year-old. If you can help it, avoid them. Whoa. Um, yeah, I left Australia very Immature and naive and just a mess. I was also coming out of a bit of a toxic relationship that I was then going to continue on for about two years on and off. But again, we'll talk about that one later. Um, And I went over there and I just had to grow up all of a sudden because I was in this town where no one was able to communicate with me. I had to find a way to communicate with them. I was with this random family that I met online, (laughs) dodgy as heck, anyway, um, and I had to care for this little girl. She was my responsibility. I had to be an adult and actually look after her. And I'm not saying that nannying is what did it. I think it really is just being in a completely different country to your family and your normal support systems and being completely out of your comfort zone that's what changes you and that's what makes you grow up. And when I came back, I was a completely different person in my own head. I don't know if other people felt it, but my perspective on things, my ways of like dealing with things and problem solving and recognizing things like what's va- like what's valuable to me and what's not, you know, that all changed and it pointed me and it also pointed me in the direction of, you know, where what I want to do with the rest of my life. Um, and then of course, then I went overseas again and I changed once more. And this is more because I was an idiot and I did some stupid stuff over there. (laughs) Like for instance, um, when I went to go to leave for Spain, I went to the airport, got to the check-in desk and my the lady at the check-in desk took my passport and then she looked at the passport and then she looked up at me and she went, Lucy, you're not leaving the country today. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. I was like, what do you mean? My passport had expired. I had no idea, no idea. And Ah uh, so then a lot of tears later and five hundred dollars later for an emergency passport and one week later that I didn't get to go into um my trip and also sixteen hundred dollars later for the um price rise in the plane seat. Oh, and two and a two hour long phone call with Abu Dhabi. I was in Spain <laughs> having a great time, but, um, yeah, I traveling just made me go, oh shit, I need to be an adult. I need to be the one to check my passport, not my mum. I need to be the one to have this emergency fund, you know, in my bank account. My mum's not, shouldn't be telling me that. Um, and then this also ties in my, with my next life lesson of, being an adult but basically another thing that happened in Spain uh, I haven't really told this story to my parents so I really hope my parents aren't listening um so well I told them a story but I told them a version of this story so when I was in Spain I was in Ibiza and this is three days after I got there so I had just gone through the whole passport fiasco got to Spain and went on this boat party. Oh, my God, it was so good. That was like jet skis and I was like wasted. It was so good. Anyway, um, we got off this boat party and we'd been drinking all day, so I was gone. And we went to Chainsmokers at like this club called Ushuaia and I was obviously having a great time. My friend had the backpack with all of our wallets and phones and hostel keys in it. And then so she was looking after her all day and at the concert as well. And then I had uh, found a friend, we shall say, a male friend. Um, and I took a liking to him. And we were having a great time at the concert. And then after the concert, we all like my friend, we'll call her Rachel. My friend Rachel had also found a lovely male friend as well. Um, and so we then decided to go out onto the beach at nighttime and we're on the day beds and she was with, Rachel was with her male friend and I was with my male friend and I'm not saying I was doing anything, but I was distracted. And, uh, then I suddenly saw someone right beside my day bed and I look over And there's someone staring right at us. And I was like, that is creepy. That's not okay. And then he just gets up with the backpack that Rachel had given me to look after and just makes us like a run for it. And in that backpack is everything that we owned besides my passport. Oh my God it's gone I was fuming I sprinted after him I couldn't find him anywhere because like I he just I don't know where he went and I just went up and down the beach asking all these random people like did you see this guy with the backpack did, did you see this guy with the backpack anyway then yeah it was gone and that there's another part there's a whole other half of the story but I feel like that's not like there's no context there's no reason for me to tell you that but um The life lesson that I've learned there is to be more responsible and look after your things. Oh, my God. I still don't know where my phone is. It is somewhere in Ibiza. Someone's got it. Having a great time. Same with my driver's license. And that kind of ruined the Ibiza trip because then we were in, like, the police station for hours and hours trying to, you know, put down a lost Whatever it is, a thing like a complaint, no, not a complaint, like you know, just a thing. And we didn't have our hostel keys as well, so we had to stay in other places. But that's me going into the story more. I need to not do that, but it's a great story. Anyway, lesson four and five, I suppose, is that yes, travel changes you and it matures you and it teaches you how to be an adult because you are faced with situations that you wouldn't usually come across in everyday life like i wouldn't usually come across that situation here in australia because it is just such a safe place here like the other month week no i totally lied it was like a year ago like last year i was at the train station and there was i saw this guy cross the station from me and he had this massive plasma tv and he was like carrying it around And then he just, like, sat it on a bench seat and then went off into the office to go talk to some guy. And, like, it's just sitting there. just just, This is plasma TV and no one touched it. No one pretended, like, they owned it so they could steal it and run away with it. Like, nothing. So it's just, and the amount of times as well that I've seen people just leave their wallet on the table to, like, save the table as they go off to go order something at the bar, Does they just leave their wallet there, like, it's fine. Just so, just so they can save it. You know, Australia is such a safe place. Like, I mean, also, it's not a safe place, but I just think it's a lot safer with belongings than somewhere like Ibiza or something like that. But, yeah, they're my five, well, more like four life lessons This is a very short recording, I feel, as well, because I don't have anyone to talk with me, but I'm doing a pretty good job. I've spoken to myself for the last 22 minutes, but I'm really excited for this podcast. Um, I'm going to be doing more life lessons in the future because I just think I'm an idiot and I've learned some things and I need to share that with someone. And I'm going to have heaps of people coming on here and we're all going to talk about different things. Like things about anxiety and relationships, breakups, dating, single life, um, depression, panic attacks, everything. It's going to be wild. We're going to have a great time. And if you would like to come on this podcast, just message me on Instagram and we can sort something out and we will have an amazing chat. I can keep you confidential if you like as well. Uh, it's just a great platform for us to talk to the people and share our stories and that is exactly what Love Lucy is it's a place for people to feel like they can share their story and help others and I can help you as well Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you have an amazing night or day or whenever you're listening to this. Please keep up to date with it. Stay subscribed to my YouTube. I'm still going to be doing stuff on there and my Instagram, but this is going to be our main platform and I'm so excited. All right, I'm going to buy. I'm going to go now. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye.